Hey, it's Seeking Plum. Early on in the book Sapiens, I think I remember Harari describing the evolution of sapiens and I would extrapolate even their culture being due to language. That for the most part, things stayed pretty much the same for thousands upon thousands of years until the introduction of language. Then people could unify into larger groups and continue to make advancements. I don't know if he said this, but I think that the written language was the next step in that cultural revolution. Then things picked up a bit faster. If we advance to more recent history, the introduction of the internet really changed things, and we've seen how culture has changed radically over the last few decades. Not just radically, but quickly, relatively speaking. I think then that social media was that next stepping stone. I may have said some of this before, so apologies if I'm repeating myself. If I narrow the focus to the US, and I look at even just the last few years, looking at the huge impacts that social media and the internet have had on the culture due to the recent politics, I think then we became extremely polarized. A lot of hate and accusations thrown back and forth by both sides, affecting friendships and family, marriages. I don't think I'm saying anything we don't already know. I think that the divisiveness still exists. There's no question about that. But I think that there's also this new wave coming in. And I don't know how healthy it is. It's like, uh, for another image, a swinging of the pendulum from very divisive to let's avoid conflict and being offensive in any possible way. Let's focus only on the positive, and if I don't like what you're saying or doing, I'm just not going to say anything. I don't want to rock the boat. If I have a platform, I'm just going to ignore the topic if I don't want to touch it. It almost seems like an extreme response to the conflict. I think a bit of disagreement is healthy, and having 100% conflict or 100% positivity it's almost colorless, or it's all one color, and it's extremely boring. And I would say it's even unhealthy for us as individuals and for society as a whole. It's far easier then to grow stagnant and not to learn anything from each other or to spread out into the world something we've learned. The idea of keeping our mouths shut and focusing solely on positivity it almost seems like the beginning steps towards a dystopian future, seeking to avoid conflict and wars and anything of the kind. I don't know how many of you have read the book or seen the movie The Giver, but if I remember correctly, in order to avoid the wars and misery of the past, they artificially changed people to the extent that they didn't know what some of the positive emotions even were, like love. At this point in time, something like that seems completely out of the realm of possibilities. But it does seem like we are taking the beginning steps towards a culture who wants to ignore aspects of our humanity. Things like communicating and learning about each other. I almost feel like the route of 100% positivity and I'm not going to talk about that in public if I don't like it or I'm not going to address that person when they do that because I don't want to make offense is really 
just a way to box ourselves in, and dare I say, stuffing down the authentic self. On November 23rd, I did an episode entitled Shaping Our Brain and the Cultural Brain. In it, I talked about the importance of an enriched environment for our brains, needing those bumps in the road so that we can learn, we can deviate in the way that we think and see the world. So in avoiding those difficult conversations with people we disagree with, or those difficult topics, are we serving ourselves well? Or are we hampering our personal growth and even the health of our brains? What do you think? So a couple points on positivity. First, when I was heard it, when I was listening to it the first time this morning, I was walking. And as soon as the segment finished, it rolled over to the next station. And it was just like this super positive, upbeat thing. And I thought that was funny. But I think that one, one issue is the fact that like our brains are evolve at a different pace than the technology that we're dealing with. And it, and it runs us into these situations where we're trying to navigate on a terrain that's like mismatched from like what we're processing in our minds. It, it, I think it's hard to really communicate uh, or have a conversation with the tools because I think social media tools are really better designed or better suited for signaling, you know, more so than conversation. At least that's the way that most people actually use them. Signals and signals are often like binary, you know, you play into an extreme one from one extreme to another. So so people are hesitant to like put a signal out there that'll have them set it in a you know, set up in a box with some other stuff that they might not want to be associated with. So they'll just kinda mum mums the word. These are some really great points, Jared. Do you think that with the mismatch of how we are evolving versus how quickly technology is and the fact that we are so wrapped up in using signals or binary communication online and social media that that will at all uh, ease into or become a part of our regular interactions? And I don't just mean like temporarily or briefly, but shape and form how we communicate as individuals and in in society i sort of think it's already happening like it's already shaping the way that we communicate and interact in real life especially for um, people who are sort of native to communicating through these interfaces and i think that it makes us less adept at the subtleties of nonverbal communication. It's not um, practiced or socialized in the same way. It's the whole phenomenon of people like sitting in the same room and still communicating over text or on Instagram. I've seen firsthand where drama over social media has turned into real physical violence and it really, like, really complicates like intergenerational communication and understanding. It makes communication and like the social situation between um, men and women in a sort of dating context more complicated. 
there's all these things that we um, kind of rely on in terms of like this whole box of learning that usually happens uh, in the sort of adolescent age of, you know, when you're a young teen sorting things out. There's a lot of things that you're learning socially there that are now being mediated through these devices with all of these limitations. And this, I feel like it's bringing, you know, introducing a generation of people who have a hard time being together in a real way. Mm. I don't see social media going away anytime soon, if at all. So I wonder, like, what is the way forward um, to help us get to a place where we can communicate again? Like, how do we move from uh, binary type signaling to in-depth and uh, in-depth communication with nuanced, you know, language and meaning behind what we're saying? I've wondered in the past if this is something that will come back to, um, you know, the tech field and trying to incorporate new ways of of communicating in some way. Like obviously the tech isn't going to go away, so what can be done to to shift how we interact and and in such a way that people are even open to it because I think it, it's such a, a way of life now that I think it would be because nuanced communication is more difficult, right? And it's also more intimate and so sometimes that feels more vulnerable and unsafe so to go from um you know signaling type of communication i almost think of like waving certain colored flags or whatever um to back to a more um in-depth uh conversing is is not going to be an easy path I suspect it will even be more difficult to go that way than it was to get to where we are now and even where we may be further heading. I don't know. I, I've done some thinking about this in the past uh, and even in conversation with a channel called um, The Big Fat Future. Um, but he has he stopped broadcasting but he says he's going to return with something different. But we did talk about some of these types of things. He did something called an anchor storm, which is uh, an anchor version of brainstorming, and it, it was fun. And although there were some really good ideas there, I'm not sure if they get into this uh, nuanced way of communicating, like moving back to something like that, where there's more, uh, I keep using the word depth, but yeah. Thanks, Jared, for more great insights.